bro, Wayne feature run is. I mean, out of everybody, who's had a better feature run than Wayne? It's, uh, it's debatable. It's debatable. Who? Who, Prince? I want, who? Who, who, who cares about a feature run? Do, do some music. Put out something that we're going to like. Not past now that. We, now no, we don't care about feature We don't care about feature runs. No. We mentioned we it a lot. We do features of the year. <laughs> we do feature of the year on the, on the, on the Hip Hop Awards. Remember, that's changing this year. We may drop that category. I don't know. Oh, I, I, <laughs> it don't fit my narrative right now. So, hey. Oh, uh, <laughs> hell no. Nah. Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? Man, Cash, for the new people who ain't never heard of us, don't know what we're about, please, please enlighten them. First of all, who's never heard of us? We've been here for two years. You should have heard of us by now. But if you haven't, on a, on an odd chance you have it, we about music, sports, entertainment, and culture. And unapologetically, we mean black culture. We welcome all. We welcome all. But that's what we know. That's what we love. Hip-hop, R&B, movies, sports, whatever you call it, that's, that's what we into. And we're going to give it to you from a nerd perspective, a real perspective, whatever perspective you can think of, you're going to get a hot take from Prez and I each and every week, Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We one of the best podcasts out. Look at us visually. You see it shining. Look at this beard. It's shimmering. It's shimmering. I see it. It's look, looking luxurious. What up, Prez? We out here, man. What's going on, man? Uh, welcome to episode 127, man. Let's, let's go, man. 127. Uh, got a bunch of episodes. Like he said, we do a bunch of different things. We have interviews. We do end of the year wrap ups. We go and review. Uh, we we got bonus episodes out there as well. We ain't must count those. Or we go back and review classics. And we have people on that that help us through these from time to time. And one of our most frequent collaborators is is back again for this episode. Want to welcome to what the up, couch. Yeah. Hey man, so the beard, the beard. Welcome to the life, bro. <laughs> he been had one since he was in the military. It just that's, you know. that's true. He was he was finessing it, but but now he can officially like. Yeah, I was I was definitely pushing those limits. Uh, I used to go fight my uh first sergeant all the time. I always come loaded. But when you say got to be neat and clean, I can't be halfway in between. <laughs> and, and don't get up those. Yeah, yeah, I used to, yeah, bro. They should just man. They should just let that shit go. I don't understand. I yeah, they man. let everything else now. They putting parts in people's heads and all this stuff, man. So like, hey, yeah. I even partook in it. I don't. I was I was looking like a young young Thundercat out there, boy. But I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> I look like a nineteen twenty pimp. I was done with it, man. <laughs> That's how I had to part on the side. Oh, My wife liked it though, so got me a little mushu one night. So. That's a sir. That's a sir. Yeah, yeah, she like, she like my little yeah, girl. Nice, yeah, if they would have nice, gave me the if they if they would have let me have the half moon, oh, I have that in in the in the haircut every every single week. That's that's like my favorite part, man. Uh, so Cash, uh, run it down. What we're gonna be talking about today? I mean, we got a lot on the docket, man. We got as far as sports goes, we got Ben Simmons. You know, 
It's pretty much his teammates told him, yo, man, we want to get on this flight, come out and see you. He said, nah, nah, I heard, I heard what you said. Don't bother. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. We got Kyrie Irving, you know, Andrew Wiggins. They're not, they're not getting the vaccination due to state law, but we'll get into our different perspectives on why we, we're going to attack it from a leadership standpoint. And wherever we go from there, we go from there. We got a few albums as far as you're talking about on the music side of things that dropped. There was a lot of music that dropped. Larry June, D Smoke. Y'all help me out. West Side Gun dropped Hitler Wears Hermes eight part B side B. Sorry. What else? What else am I missing, uh, man? Um, Anthony, Anthony, uh, Anthony Hamilton dropped. Uh, Anthony Hamilton dropped. Yep. And then you it's just another, had uh, Run the Jews. They just did a deluxe. Right, yeah. right. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's really it as far as the pod for today and whatever else we get into. Stick around. Stick around. All right, Cash. You 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 left out some of the NFL stuff. Oh, you want to talk about separate pods, or you want to talk about? That's what I wanted to get at, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you notice, we kind of backed off on our uh, NFL talk because we got separate pods. It's talking more on our fan side. If we talk NFL stuff, it'll be. Uh, up in here towards like the whole in the NFL as a whole and not our fandom. That's going to take us down there to uh, on our specific teams. Uh, so cash got his running. Don't sleep on the Philadelphia Eagles. He, he had an episode that I just had to hit him up about because uh, he started slang around all these new names and trying to, trying to add stuff in. There's a, he called it Philly nation people. There's only one nation and that's Raider nation. Uh, so, I had to correct him on that right there. Uh, but he 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 does good breakdowns and of uh, the games coming up and then the breakdown of their their frequent losses. Their losses is that a word? No, but they do it a lot. So no, it should be it is not. they lose a lot. <laughs> the losses. Is- <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, so yeah, check it out though. You know, check out the pods. Let us know what y'all what y'all think about it. Don't sleep on the what's, Eagles. What's don't sleep on the Raiders. Don't sleep on the Raiders. I don't have the visual. I've been running through. I've been going through different little things. So like, I, I have it in the stash. I have the the visuals, but I haven't been putting those out. But I have been putting out the uh, well. Listen, the don't, audio don't, don't Hey, hey, don't put out the visuals yet because they winning. So as soon as you start putting them out, they're gonna start losing. I, I, that's kind of where I've been at. That's kind of where I've been at. I was like, I don't so know if I should do it. Then they man. lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we definitely we got the. We play the Dolphins here in a, in a little bit, in a couple of hours. Um, um, it's, it's a trap game for us, so I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about it. But if if the Raiders are for real, we should win that by at least ten, by at least ten. And that that I can I can say the Raiders are for real this year at that point. Uh, but we're on a hot streak. I think a lot of people are gonna have to turn around on what they said on Derek Carr. Uh, and uh, if Derek Carr is doing great, that means John Gruden is doing great. So I, I think the media is going to have to switch up their narrative, and they're talking. <laughs> they don't want to say it, but they're going to have to. They have to give uh, Derek Carr it's, his it's roses this year. It seems like he's going to. It's, it's still early. It's a contract year, people. It's a contract year. If you don't know, it's Derek still, hey, to get it's that money. still early. <laughs> it's still early, Chris. Hey, listen, it's still early, dog. I, I I feel you, but it's still early. You can easily hit six, seven games and then hit a slump. Like they know him to do each and every year. He gets he gets so high and then it just they end up at eight and eight in previous seasons. So I'm you know, I'm just I'm waiting. I'm I'll be here for my boy to catch him when he fall down, man. Like I always am. It's seventeen games this year. I know. Now it's gonna be eight nine. 
So, so, so he got a long way to go. It's only been two weeks. So, yeah, we'll get on that on our separate pods. That's what you want to do. If you want to follow that way, like we, we're cognitive of your time. We're trying to over like hit you too hard with it. So it's like roughly like 10, maybe 12 minutes for each one of those pods. We in and out, talk about the teams, talk about what we're looking forward to. Uh, if you want to engage with us further, you can hit us up on social media. Make sure you come in on those posts or whatever we put up. Like, so on the videos and everything, that's the best way to uh, interact with us. So there you go. For sure, for sure. So once again, don't sleep on the Eagles. Don't sleep on the Raiders. Search that. You should find us on pretty much any podcast streaming site. And yeah, make sure you tap in. Tap in with the boys, man. Tap in with your boys. All right, man. So first up, man, subject that was pretty hot and heavy on the chat. You know, we you know, you know the chat is normally lit when when somebody say, I'll wait to the pod to give my thoughts. You you know somebody got some shit to say when they say wait to the pod when they talk all the goddamn time on the chat. So with that said, man, the first first thing I wanted to get into, man, is this this Kyrie Irving and and Andrew Wiggins and just the states mandating that everybody be COVID tested and, and how you guys feel about it from a leadership standpoint. No, it's vaccinated. It's vaccinated. vaccinated. The law the law in New York and San Francisco is right. They have to be vaccinated. Vaccinated. So a couple weeks ago, a little backstory, Press and I had a little chat and we had a difference of opinion about Cam Newton as a leader for the very same thing, uh, amongst other things, as far as why he was let go from the New England Patriots. So I brought that back up and I said, do you think Kyrie's a bad leader? And this is why we're here today, because Perez, I'll let you take it away. Hell yeah, he's a bad leader. He's a bad leader, a bad player, bad teammate, bad uh, friend. Like the dude that he hasn't been great on too many things. He he, he known to make a stance, but is it the right time, right right uh, situation? I mean, Brooklyn struggled. They're struggling. They were struggling last year when, without him. You know, when they, when they had him, they was on the move. They was doing right. And now he just comes and throws another wrench into the situation that, where I know KD just want to win a chip. I know uh, they they got hardened over there, like and they built up that their super team over there to to make that drive, and it just seems like on every turn, Kyrie is there to make them pivot, go go another direction, and just being stubborn about certain things. Uh, so fans are coming back in the stands. Everybody else wants to get get back to normal. The laws are the laws. The rules are the rules. We all got to follow them. I mean, I understand this guy's getting paid a ton of money, but but it got me asking myself, why? Why are we continually paying this guy money if he don't want to go out there and do what he's getting paid to do? And that is to entertain via sports <laughs> for for the fans. You're in it. We, we got to uh, come out there and pay our money for our people. Hold on, let me. Finish. We got to go out there and pay our money. I want to go back, carry my kids and stuff to these, and I want the people that. We're paying to see the, the high-end players. And if he's going to constantly be a bother, I don't think that he should just be able to sit on the sidelines, continue to collect that check. I think this should be an out for their contracts on both sides. And, hey, you go about your business. If you don't feel like you should be out there or get vaccinated when all the rules are saying, like, this is what is going to have to happen, then this 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 league, this, it's this era or this time, it's not right for you with this job. Go find another fucking job like everybody else. Iggy, your, your retort? Uh, so you're in a, you're intersecting arguments. That's why I have a problem. With. Like the law is the reason why they're making it mandatory. The NBA is not making the vaccination mandatory, so it has nothing to do with the job. 
Now, what they did with Andrew Wiggins with denying his religious exemption is obviously going to make him have to do it. But the NBA itself has not mandated the vaccine. <clears throat> so he's facing it based off of New York City law. So it has nothing to do with the NBA. So the leadership based around the NBA, that, that argument is not extinct because they're not making it mandatory. They're, they're allowing you to be tested before the, I think it's before the game. Like, yeah, you get tested before the game. <clears throat> but they, it's not mandatory. So his decision about the vaccine, which shouldn't be a surprise to anybody in the Brooklyn organization that he didn't want to get the vaccine. There are a lot of black people that don't trust this shit and don't want it. And a lot of athletes that have come, Lamar Jackson, every time they ask him, nah, I'm not telling y'all. LeBron, every time they ask him, I'm not telling y'all. Like, even if they get it, they're not promoting getting it because there's a lot of, I mean, there's just a lot of history about pharmaceutical companies and the and and stuff is not really lining up to be, it's a lot of things that keep changing around the vaccine. Like, so it's hard to believe in it on top of the fact that the law of New York, now you're mandating within the city limits that I have to get vaccinated. If he go plays in Orlando, he go plays in Miami, he goes plays in any other city, he can play. So why can I not play <laughs> in the city that I am at home with, but I can go somewhere else? And, like if they traded Kyrie, say you, you saying get rid of the contract, they could easily just trade Kyrie. If he went to Philly for Ben Simmons, like Stephen A brought up, it wouldn't be an issue, right? Because he could go play in Philly. But he's in New York, a team that he was playing for before the mandate. Now, all of a sudden, the New York City saying, well, you can't play here unless you get the vaccine. I'm with Kyrie. I mean, way more to Brooklyn than that, than that law. If they are willing to trade me and or force me into retirement and give up the chance for a finals championship in Brooklyn, have at it. That's how I feel. Like it, it's not the you, NBA. Now, now, now you're intersecting arguments. You're intersecting arguments. Now, I get what okay. you're saying on the vaccine. I totally get what you're saying on that. But that last little part, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna let slide up in there. When has Kyrie been in the final without LeBron? Okay, yeah, but okay, is it pretty much? <laughs> you ain't gonna uh, sneak that up in there. He ain't going no finals. He ain't oh automatically finals with with Kyrie. <laughs> with the Nets, yes. Yeah, with the Nets, yeah. You, listen, bro, the, the, uh, winning it, they may go without him, but they're not beating the Lakers without Kyrie. I promise you that. Why you think KD don't want him traded? If that's true, it listen, Kyrie took three weeks off last year and didn't play just because he needed a mental space. You know why he was able to do that? Because KD got his back. That's why. Yeah. And people don't understand yeah. that. He's in Brooklyn because of Kyrie. And KD and Kyrie, no, I'm I'm honestly surprised. If KD got the shot, I'm honestly surprised because them two are really close. You know what I'm saying? I don't think people really realize that. And so, like, they're not gonna like Kyrie has a lot more leverage in this situation, in my opinion, than people giving him credit for. If they trade him, or if they say, "Well, you got to get the vaccine," he say, "Well, I'm just not gonna play." And Brooklyn sacrifices 41 games. That's frustrating. People are gonna call him selfish, but I feel like you should be selfish when it comes to your body. If the city is telling you you have to do it. And I'm a million-dollar athlete. I've saved up enough money. I don't have to play. Kyrie's already on the leverage of I don't really want to play basketball anymore. He's probably playing strictly because he's playing with KD. If he was anywhere else, it's a highly likelihood that Kyrie wouldn't be playing basketball no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's just where he's at. So, so I just feel like he has a lot of leverage here. Um, I, like, I, I just – I'm not in agreement with – 
the NBA play, the NBA is not making it mandatory. So his leadership shouldn't be in question because of the New York City laws making it mandatory within a large event. You're willing to sacrifice money and losing money as a franchise. Like Brooklyn Nets bringing in a good amount of money. Golden State is bringing in a lot of money to San Francisco. So you're willing to say now San Francisco is different because Wiggins is not Kyrie. Like that, that's just a fact. They can trade Wiggins yeah. and get something back for him and it not be an issue. Yeah. So like it's not really the same. Kyrie is Kyrie. He's he's you know, he he's an elite level player. They're they're basing their team around having those three. Him, Harden and K D. They're built around them three. If they pull him out, yes. Can Harden and K D lead the Nets to the finals? and beat the Bucks and beat all these Eastern Conference teams that are on the upcome? Yeah, sure they can. But would they be able to beat the Lakers? Probably not. So, and their goal is to win a championship. That's what KD wants. He wants a ring. He don't want to just get there so, and lose. I'll so, take it. I'll take it. And, and you, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me just throw up that. I'm going to be real quick. You said uh, KD, and you said you can't believe that KD would get the shot. But after his last I mean, he may have gotten it. No, no, I'm saying. I was oh, like, with the last couple of interviews that he had, I have no doubt that KD, any obstacle in his way to get him on the court, oh, he's going to do whatever it takes to be on that court. So if that's getting a shot, yeah. I mean, the man just said he ain't have no relationships. He ain't trying to think of nothing else but ball and being the I mean, best at ball. So he, go ahead, Cash. Hey, listen, he may have. He may have. He may have. I didn't say he didn't. I just would, I would be surprised. But I'm not – I mean, it would be – it's okay if he do. Listen, if it's okay if he – I'm not trying to say it's not okay whatever anybody do. If that's what you do, fine. I have my beliefs about it. Kyrie has his beliefs about it. I think it comes into play when, it, when we talk about the New York City law versus the NBA and where he's at as a player. Like, he doesn't have to – like, the New York law shouldn't be affected. If the NBA is not making it mandatory, they're who paying me. The Brooklyn Nets is who's paying me, not New York City. I'm yeah. bringing money to New York City. True. And bring, that's, you know what I'm saying? So, like – That's where I'm at, Iggy. I'm on the side of – um, he has the leverage. Like you know, you are you. We say this all the time. You are what you can negotiate in in this instance. And really, it's Brooklyn's play. What do you do based on him not wanting to get this shot? Do you forego those forty-one games, or do you keep on trying other methods, other litigation? Because the players' union, they haven't signed anything saying that all the players will get the shot. Like there's nothing in writing for that. So he's well within his right to do what he needs to do. So I'll take this, I'll take this from another standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if us three were on, on a team, right. And I rock with y'all on the court, off the court. I know who you are. That's, that's all that matters to me. The guys in that locker room, how they feel about me. Um, you know what, what they're going to say about me, my leadership style and all those different type of things. Like if they, if they feel like I'm doing what's best for me and my body, and that's what I'm going to stand on, then that that's just what it is. It doesn't have anything to do with leadership, in my opinion. Now, I understand where Prez is coming from when you say, you know what I mean, everybody's safety is in question and, you know, just to get get the shot and kind of fall in line with what everybody else is doing to make this seamless and make this this championship year really get off to a great start. But if, if we're going to say for certain athletes like a Muhammad Ali or like a Colin Kaepernick, and, and you know where I'm going with this. If they if they got morals and they're going to stand on it and we champion them for that, why wouldn't we champion Kyrie for standing on what he believes in, whether that's losing money, whether that's not playing, if if that's how he feels. 
you got to do nothing but respect it. I don't think that's a leadership thing. I think that's just a personal decision thing. You know what I mean? So I don't want to come at his head for that from a leadership standpoint. You know, I just as a teammate and as a man, I have to respect that decision. And it has nothing to do with leadership. It has everything to do with I rock with you, dog. If I'm his teammate, this is if I'm his teammate. I rock with you, dog. That's how you feel, man. Hope, you know, I wish, you know, you was able to get on the court with us and we could rock out and win the championship together. But if you feel that strongly about it, I support you. That's what friends do. Like, we often look at these guys like cattle. Like, get out there, fall in line, do what you got to do. But they're millionaires. So, to to press to your point, you say they're a millionaire. If, you, if we, as fans, pay money for this, pay money for that, all right, cool, that's cool. But if he's made enough money and he's going to stand on what he stands on, then that's cool. That's what I'm saying. It don't. That's, that's cool. I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying if he if he's standing on this argument, if this is argument, he just need to just move on and not hold up everything and everybody's hopes and dreams. Like you can't be all in if you're not all in. Like that's, that's all I'm saying. Like and they they want to make a run for this and everybody else in New York they're having to fall in line with this, and this is what it takes. If that's, I, I want to go to the game. I don't want Kyrie give me a sub. But not, every, but not everybody be... is Kyrie, though. He has, he's made it to a point in his career where his decisions he makes can be different than the everyday man. That's just a fact. And he can protect his, he can say, no, I don't want to get it. Like, I made enough money. It's based around the New York City law, not about the NBA, not about the Brooklyn Nets. KD's not asking me to get it. None of my locker room are like making it seem like I'm a bad teammate. It's based around the law that New York City made. So no, like I just feel like he can stand on his. Why is that getting? It, it shouldn't get in the way. That's the problem. If it feels like you're getting away, but it shouldn't because that's you're affecting something. That's affecting something it shouldn't. You get what I'm saying? Like the NBA should not be affected by that law, but it is. Right. And this is this is one thing, one of a kind. You know what I mean? Like this isn't something that everybody could foresee, plan for, think of some ways around it. Like nobody's seen that coming in just these two states. You know what I mean? Think about if it expanded to more states where more of these teams playing, what kind of other players? I'm sure Kyrie isn't the only only one. And I know like I think it's like 90 percent. The last number I saw out there, ninety percent or above of all players Cleveland, are vaccinated. Did Cleveland had that mandate. No, oh, I'm just talking about vaccination. Nah, Cleveland, take your ass back, Cleveland, You can go play with Cleveland. You want to play in New York? Go get the damn shot. I I tell you right now, KD, KD not putting up with that man. He's not gonna let them trade on Cleveland. You serious? Yeah, I think they'll take the forty-one. I think they'll take the forty-one games until they're able to figure something out. I don't know if, whether it's religious reasons. I don't know why or whether it's just, you know, my body. I don't want to put that that shot in my body. And I'm willing to do all the extra things as I go to each and every state to play, to be vaccinated, to, to be tested. Why can't I do it here? You know what I mean? Why can't I do it here? You know what I mean? Which that's what Brooklyn and that's what the state of New York is still going through at, at this point. So this may be Let's a moot point. Press. This I may mean, be a moot point pretty listen, soon. Present, They literally just listen, press. listen to me. In New York City, they just halted the law and and for uh, making it mandatory in schools. They just halted the law because they would put they were gonna push it through, and they just halted it because people are still getting it with the vaccine. So you're it, it's getting schools, to a point where now we're crossing. Schools are a different level. We're talking about a 
we're talking about a choice on where you want to work. Iggy, you're I mean, in... But Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's in no, Brooklyn. No, no, no. Let, 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 a... Let's put it in regular terms. Like, so... Hey, they they starting to pass all these uh different laws and like that that that's a choice you make on where you want to work at. If, like you grew up in your hometown and they didn't they have laws that was agreeable to you or have the type of work that you want to do, you get your ass up and you move to where you want to go and you can be happy and do what you want to do. This is that same situation. He's on a team. If he don't want to be there, if he don't want to fall in line, I mean, but he can't he got just made, get out made of his the money. Contract. He, he have to he have to retire to just get out of the contract. Is what I'm saying. Or they trade him. And he might, and the, the team might be in a breach of a contract as well. You know what I mean? Like, so there's a lot of legalities yeah. to go along with that. Like, if they, yeah, there is. And yeah, like, like, like right. I said, this is like super new. This, this, this is a contracts. this is a unique this is a this is it's a, a unique, unique circumstance. This this happened before. Like he signed to Brooklyn before any of this. So yeah. you trying to hold him accountable or something that changed when he was already on the contract, like a drastic world change. This is affecting everybody. So, you know, how does that affect his leadership in the line? I don't know. I don't know how that affects. He, this is like, it should be a personal choice. Maybe, I mean, maybe he's selfish for what he's doing, but it should be. I feel like it's okay to be selfish when it comes to yourself. And you get to decide what you want to do with yourself and your body. Yes, I don't want that. I'm willing to test. If I can go to other states and do it and it's not a problem, then why isn't the problem here? Just because I'm in New York. Like, if I, if that's the case, either trade me or I will take my money and I'll see out my contract. I think the Nets, yeah, I feel you, Iggy. I think the Nets are doing, I think the Nets are doing a great thing right now as far as the same way when Kyrie had to take them three weeks off that you were talking about last season. They ain't say shit. They didn't make it seem like it was an issue. They didn't do any of those those things to where a team typically would be like, oh, you know, the star player wasn't on some shit, talking shit about the guy sitting out. That's how Ben Simmons feels. Now, that's, that's the Simmons transition. Let's get into the Ben Simmons thing. This is a diff- There's a difference. There's a difference between how these guys are being treated. And I think, mm-hmm. again, it has everything to do with the, the play. The play. They know mm-hmm. if they have Kyrie cooking – in that um, Eastern Conference Finals, they, they're going. They're going they to win. the finals, they're, and they're probably they're going winning. to win it. With just Kyrie and KD, you know what I mean. So there's leverage there. But on Ben Simmons' side, I kind of got to say, I don't feel. <laughs> I don't feel Ben Simmons for it. You know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't feel like there's any ownership being taken when we talk about Ben Simmons. There's no ownership in you. How you were under the rim, how you weren't taking a shot, how you're afraid to take shots. Like you, you're doing all that in pro am games and practices and all this different type of shit. But when it comes time to the game, you you crumbling. Like teams need to be able to teammates and your coach need to be able to say they can't it's only so much they can say after a while when you're not performing under the bright lights. Who coached them in, who coached them in the pro ams that you're talking about? He's just playing ball, like you know, regular like regular ball, no coaching or whatever the case may be. Where you just get out there and hoop. So he can ball. That's a di- so that's a different. Ball. He still can ball. That, that's that that may not be the best place for him because but they don't know how to handle the it. Coach that he got right now, and he was balling better a couple of years ago. He wasn't doing this. I know they had the injuries with him and Embiid out, and like you know, and they were switching back and forth. But they was always when these two are on the court together. Like they should be a force. 
let's go out and get us a coach that can do this. They go get Doc Rivers, and instead of bringing them close together and having them working together, they have divided. And it's based off stuff that it seems to me in the press conferences and everything, Doc Rivers didn't really have the confidence in Ben Simmons. So if I ain't got my coach who ain't got confidence in me and, like, if he's assigning me to do certain things and I follow through on it and then he ain't taking ownership for it in a press conference, that's not a Ben Simmons issue. That's a coaching issue. I want the fuck out. But the, also <laughs> the other thing, Prez, the other thing I'll say to that as far as the coaching issue is I have a coach's coaching issue. You're right in terms of the exit, X's and O's and how he's utilizing Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? You brought him here to be able to better utilize Ben Simmons and do what he does best and put him in the right spots. Has he done that, in my opinion, to the best of his ability? Absolutely not. Now, but when it comes to speaking fact in a press conference and saying exactly what you need to say but not disrespecting him, I don't think that he disrespected him in that press conference. That was disrespectful. How so? It's... Do you think he's living up to it? I, 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 uh, listen, I don't know. Listen, I don't. Listen, I don't want to. Like, where's the confidence? Listen, listen. There is no confidence. Hey, That's the fact. Like, there's no confidence, bro. He hasn't shown it, so he has to earn that. Like, you always have to earn your coach's respect to get playing time, correct? On any yeah, team. But I think this is my thing, and this is why I have. I feel Ben Simmons on this. Like, yes, he before should have you, Before you say that, not. Coach Popovich has done this to a lot of guys, and yeah, got no way with it. Built the deal with Pop. Doc Rivers ain't Doc uh, ain't, ain't pop. He's won a Doc championship Rivers and he's treated pop. like one of the best coaches in the league. So we can make. The, and the I'm comparison. trying to figure out why he did the same bullshit in the Clippers and now he's doing it over here in Philly. Yeah, <laughs> he get fired for a that's reason. A, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's a fact. That's, that's a fact. That's what I'm saying. Like Doc Rivers has a track record for. He's done it. He did it with the Clippers. He has a track record for for this. You know what I'm saying? Blowing leads. Um, uh, trip or uh, like tripping in the uh, playoffs, like not not living up to the standard that he has set and brings. You know what I'm saying? So like to blame it on Ben, like they pretty much threw him under the bus after they lost this year, and him and Embiid, and now all of a sudden they want to fly out to LA and try to talk to him. It's like, nah, like y'all, you know, okay, yes, you could have told me that in the locker room. You could tell me things in the locker room, but when you do it into the media, now you're giving all these storylines and narratives. And, and you putting it out there and making it seem like I was the reason why we lost. Yes, Ben Simmons should have shot the ball more, and he definitely b- blew some layups and blew some stuff he should have took care of. But he's not the – Joe B didn't play great. He didn't play great. Doc Rivers did not coach great. You know, so it's everybody. It wasn't just Ben Simmons. Y'all expecting Ben Simmons to be this scorer like he's never been that. So don't – why is that the blame in the playoffs now – but he's never been a guy that's going to attack the rim and get the and get the ball in the basket. Like, but Iggy, but Iggy, I get it, I get it, Iggy. But this man is—you can Giannis him. You can he can fully yeah. beat Giannis. Tries that's the difference. That's that's coaching. the, that's yeah, the difference. Giannis at least but isn't yeah. afraid to fail. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, at least try it and fail, and then we could be like, you know what? This ain't for you. You ain't getting better. But he's not trying, and and that's my only only point. Like, if you're coaching him and saying, "Dude, take the shot," you know what I'm saying? If you open, take the shot. We're gonna live with it. I'm pretty sure everybody in that locker room has told him, "Yo, we gonna live with it if you miss, man. We gonna live with it. Just shoot it though. If you open, shoot it. 
Draymond, Draymond do the same thing. Draymond can't shoot for shit unless he hot. You know what I'm saying? But if he wide open, he going to take the shot. They tell him to shoot it. They got the confidence in him. It's just it's part of it is coaching. Part of it is his confidence and taking ownership and him not delivering. And the other part is keep your fucking mouth shut to the media. All yeah. of those things could be true. I, I agree. All of those th- I, I three things could be true in my should opinion. Have, should have some accountability. I'm not saying he should not have accountability. You're absolutely right. He should just, bro, this confidence thing, like, dog, you're in the NBA, dog. And you are, not only that, they're paying you multi-million dollars. 6'10", 250 plus. Come on, man. They're freak just shoot train. it, bro. Just shoot it. Just shoot the ball. It's okay. And like, and listen, but his first couple of years, he had that little mini hook shot. He was getting to the rim more, getting to the basket, and that's just kind of like the past couple of years. This is kind of falling apart. And you might be right. It might be leadership. It might not be, you know, just losing confidence in him in the locker room. So he's losing confidence in it. I don't know. And maybe he just needs a, a change. Saying, of, past couple of years. That was, of, that was your key word. Yeah, Doc Rivers. That's what I'm saying. Like, so <clears throat> I don't know. Definitely last year, I feel him though, because I feel like them throwing him under the bus did not help. That was not the time to do that. You know what I mean? Like, do it in the locker room, pull him into the coach's office. Hey, Ben, come holler at me after the game and holler at him in the locker and just in the coach's office, like, and just hold him accountable in there, man to man. But you do it in the media, now it turns into something else. For and sure. now you got Rich, like, Rich Paul is. Rich Paul's in charge of Ben Simmons, and you know he didn't fuck with that. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. So he the one calling the shots. Real talk. It's not really Ben. This is Rich. So it's probably Ben too, but it's a little bit of both of them. So, so yeah. It's like, so kind of staying there. Like you, you had something else, press? Oh, I was just saying. Yeah, he he mentioned Rich Paul, and you know he's sitting in L.A. And where does? Somebody needs somebody like that. L.A. and who's Rich Paul? Oh, oh LeBron, friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all the inner working over there. But as a Laker fan, I approve of it. <laughs> <laughs> and as an NBA fan, y'all motherfuckers don't need no more help. Y'all good. Y'all locked and loaded, ready to go. It's getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, it's y'all y'all good. Y'all good, man. But let let's stay there as far as just you know behind the scenes things things that should stay in house. Of you know how you how you handle things between the two people like that Karen Civil thing that came up with Jordan Lucas man like mm-hmm. like bro like mm-hmm. I'm I'm on both sides of the fence I'm all over the place with this man because again I don't know Karen's dealings I don't know what Karen Civil even even does I feel like Karen Civil is like the Olivia Pope of hip hop you know what I'm saying like she's like she's like a publicist she like links she's like, marketing yeah she like connect. Yeah, connect the dot, dot connected. Like yeah, yeah, she's a connect. Salt, yeah, yeah. Like when yeah. you ain't that's popping off, which is, she can which put is, you in those which right is rooms. Easy, which is easy to finesse, guys. Because like she could tell Jordan Lucas, "Hey, I'll do what I did for Nip to you," and he, she did. What did so. you do for Nip? Look where he at. That's, that's her <laughs> resume right now. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I kick off like the controversial part? And I, I start off like where I think is like the, the the ironic part of this, like when it comes to rappers and like uh, the people who say they live that lifestyle. And stuff. Yeah, set it off. Set it off. 
because you got Guap Dad and you got all these other people that sit up and talk about scamming and stuff like this. And then you sit there, you talk about hustling and you're, you're, you're slanging. And I know this ain't necessarily directly at Jordan Lucas because he's more of a storyteller and like he he he's nice with the pen on that portion. Like he, he can tell a vivid story on that. Uh, it ain't necessarily always got to be grounded in uh, the streets. But I'm saying that's part of that little lifestyle that you kind of feel that's mixed in. And this comes to you as a business person, as a business person owning you being your own business, your your entrepreneur. You got to understand hiring purposes, uh, practices and stuff like this. You got to understand who you allowing into your circle. And there are millions and tons of just uh, stuff that you can go to, people you can talk to uh, about you. You're going to have some snakes. You're going to have some people that's going to try to take advantage of your situation. You got to be aware of that. And then it's going to, even if, if you do all your research, it still may wind up happening to you. It's a life lesson at that point. Did you persevere past it? Once you persevere past it, over and done with. You dragging it out and putting it all out there, it kind of takes me back to you, like, like pulls me away from that person a little bit and it's just like bro what you whine about like yeah there's a bunch of people who didn't like yeah they didn't get 60,000 taken from them but they, they 60,000 was a lot for you it was the last what you was on but $50 may have been a lot what I was on and I I got taken by some little scammer or somebody took me for $50 over here got robbed whatever you know what I mean like those situations I'm not going to constantly bring that up, though. Shit happened. I moved past it. I'm gone. <laughs> Them constantly bringing up this Karen Civil and, like, trying to drag her through it. Either you're going to sue her in court or be done with it. Quit whining about it. That's my, that's my portion about it. Like, Because everybody around you is talking about doing some some type of dirt or you're, you're jumping on a song yeah, featuring I mean, somebody yeah, who's I mean, scamming be, and doing stuff. Yeah, you're right. They should be suing, like, if, instead of putting it through the media. Yeah, because now it you can no get sued. Now you can get sued for defamation of character and messing with her business. Any of these blogs that pick it up, she can go after those blogs, so on and so forth. Uh, it's a decision that you got to make. Yeah, but the thing, the thing that you said, Prez, that struck me, and not I ain't saying you necessarily feel this way, but why? Why do why do artists just need to get over this? Why is this like par for the course? Why is this something that? To where when people get in these type of positions, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure as a we could take it as podcasters, artists, whatever, whatever creative space you in, you're gonna get fucked over at some point coming up in the in the ladder. Because, but why but why? You know what I'm saying? Why is that cool? It's, it's, why is that it's Karen okay? Civil, it's Karen Civil, it's Puff Daddy. It's it's not none of them. It's the industry. It's That's the what I'm music saying. Industry. But we in it. It's the music we in leadership in positions. We in we in leadership positions as in black folks who know about getting fucked over and know what it's like to fuck people over. Why do certain people like a Karen Civil? If this is true, I don't know if this is true at all. Don't know the business. I heard them on I forgot the name it's of the app. Accusations. Yes, yes. Yeah, I heard the accusations. I, I forgot the name of the Clubhouse app. I heard the whole clip of the conversation. She didn't really show receipts. I also get that Joyner should have asked for, uh, um, and it's not a bill, a statement, but it's just pretty much listing anything that Karen was doing, you know, for him. That's what he should have asked for before he just gave her the 60K and said, make me hot. You know what I mean? That, But that's the inexperience. Mm -hmm. That's the inexperience in everything. You know what I'm saying? 
So those are some of the things well, that that's an L you, on Jordan. Right. That's absolutely an L if if he didn't get that's any an type L of Satan. You know, but don't take advantage of that. You know what I mean? Like at the I same mean, time, yeah, don't but, take advantage yeah. of it. If I know yeah, if I know something listen, okay. okay if I know better, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I you, and you don't need to do it. You don't need to be that way. She may she like may yeah. But that don't matter, Press. Like that don't matter. Like whether we close or not, shouldn't matter. If we in the same culture, do good know. business. I'm not saying it's right. Do good I'm business. Not good, not good, like, like, like we don't know what she did that was wrong. Like it's how do we know if it was a good business? Was she earnest in everything that she was doing? It's a lot of stuff that's gonna go up it. in that industry, in the music industry. There's a lot of stuff that gotta go up under the table. You gotta grease a couple of wheels here and there. So who knows? Like if she had could even must show some of those receipts. You know what I mean? She, it got to She says she could. Like, this is what she says she had invoices. She says she had invoices on the clubhouse speech. I paid the DJ that under go, the table to, to spin your song. We know that. But she <laughs> says she had invoices. But listen, but listen, but listen, but listen. She could have took his bread before she realized that I really can't do nothing with this nigga too. On top of that. And he never like like Jordan's not He's not really marketable, bro. Cam Civil's job is to help. Like, look who she's helped put on. She's helped YG. She's helped Nick. She's like, she has a credibility, like, with other artists that she's put on and helped. Now, I don't know about the legalities about that. There's stuff that she says people saying she took money from Nick. I don't know. But Cameron, <laughs> all I know is, yeah, yeah, Cam, Cam, I know she, I know he got the accusations too. But I just feel like, I mean, yeah, you got to have, but see, even with Cameron, like, honestly, Prez is right. If it's a legality thing and you could show that she stole this money from me, you could sue her and get the money back. Because you're not able to do that, you got to run it through the media and defame her down because you you made a bad business decision. Which I, yes. Is she good for snaking and looking out and taking money? No. But is she, there's a million of those in the record industry that's going to try to do that. Your job as an artist is to protect yourself. So, hey, I need to see what this 60K is doing. How is from the jump, back to me? from the jump. Don't don't wait. Don't wait till I got a J Cole single the next week to put out invoices talking about. Oh well, she owe me sixty. She stole sixty k from me, and now you got a zone out of nowhere with J Cole coming out next week. All now about I the really rollout. All about the rollout. All about the rollout, man. It's all about the rollout. How, like, how nothing... do I get back in the media favor? How do I get on my media tour? Oh, they want to talk about this, and I got a song, man. <laughs> And I got the J. Cole feature. So that's what made it feel that's what made it feel disingenuous. Like as much as I felt for him, I was like, oh shit. Soon as I saw that that play, I was like, you had to throw why did you have to throw Karen under the bus? Like that having a J. Cole feature was more than enough of a buzz. (laughs) You didn't mean nothing like that. And then you got your ass cleaned up on the record on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like one of those things. Like I like Joyner as an artist. I don't listen to a lot of his stuff. I, I hear it when I hear it. I don't rush to it unless you know people. Honestly, you give him you know props, but Joyner. like you, you put his album that the uh, the one with the numbers. I forget the actual numbers on it, but like the, it was black had like the numbers and gold. What was oh yeah, the phone number on it. Yeah, the phone number joint. Like you, that was like that was first time I heard of Joiner. You, I remember you passed me that album. Like you guys said, hey, listen at this. So, uh, yeah, you saying you don't listen at them, but you listen at it enough to actually. Yeah, like, yeah, I get you to know it. A good artists, like when it come, when it yeah. comes, hey, you should probably listen at this. So check this out. So yeah, right, and it's all in passing. Like when you know so much music drops, I'm just saying I'm not like a big Joiner fan. Like if if I catch it, I catch it. 
And if it sounds good, I'll pass it off to somebody that may like that type of stuff. I'm just not going to join her for music as soon as it drops. If I yeah. get to it, I get to it. So he's one of those concert artists. come to town. It's over fifty dollars. You ain't going. It just depends. It just depends on what he got out. It just it really just depends on what he got out. Like some artists are hit or miss with tour. me. Yeah, they hit or miss with me, man. And I'm not I'm not a fan of everybody. I'll give everybody a fair listen so I can make a my own assumption when it comes to their music. But I, I won't say I'm invested but into his career. To wrap up what I was saying on there, unless you up here talking a bunch of positivity in your your songs and you're doing nothing but putting people on and y'all have a friendly relationship, you can't have beefs that you didn't have. You can't have like uh, the the negativity in your lyrics. If you want to sit here and whine about something like that, you don't live down a straight narrow type industry. That's that's not this industry that you in. So you're gonna. She was one that you ran in. I guarantee it won't be the last that you're going to have accusations or you're going to accuse something of a bad business, learn from it, be more, ha have your antennas up, be watching a lot more uh, for, for these situations. You may have to like triple check with everybody. Like if you trusted one person to say, and they vouch for, well, okay, next time I won't have two or three people vouch for this person before I hand them over a large sum of money. That's I it. feel you. And, and the last point I'll make to that is sometimes everybody's situation is different with each other. You know what I'm saying? I may have a different encounter with Karen civil than you do. You know what I'm saying? You may have a bad, I may pop, you may not. And the, the nature of the business that she does is everybody ain't going to blow. You know what I mean? You just giving her the bread because you know, she has the connections, but sometimes shit just on the line and you can't blame that on her. Now, is that on her to oh, show she should show what she did do with the money and what she kept for her work, you know, because she gets 10, 15, 20%, whatever her rate is. So, you know, you working with about 40, $45,000 It's really not 60. You know what I mean? Like, so all of these things you need to know as an artist that go into it, you know what I mean? She could have put 15, 15 on radio, 15 on this or whatever the case may be. And joining, you need to know to, to direct her to where you want to put money on. If you got the radio unlocked, then tell her to put money over here here you know what i mean like if you was about your business then that should have been the first conversation that if i work with you this is what i want yeah this is what i expect yeah which even as small as we are we didn't have to have those type of conversations before right cash yeah, like, yeah for sure. we went up and all all wide out like oh i don't know just give me give me something yeah and then me comes too. back it's not what to. we want we were like uh well let, let me get more specific. specific about it yep that's that's what, what you're looking at right here to this setup. Had to pay for this setup to somebody to do it. I didn't know how to do it at the time. You know, we wasn't as specific as we needed to be. They gave us something that met our expectations about 75%. The other 25, he was like, eh, all right, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? But you live and you learn. You know what I mean? And you're going to figure it out from there. We'll eventually move to another screen and edit how we look. And, you know, just to be able to jazz our, our show up until we're able to get you know, in the same space again, you know, on a, a consistent basis, but you live and you learn who you deal with. We've paid different subscriptions, people, uh, money and stuff like that. And just like, ah, we ain't, we don't even use this. Let me get out of this. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just doing your research, man. And sometimes you don't have time for all that. And sometimes you don't even have the resources or you don't even know where to go to look that shit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's, you know, you gotta account for the trial and error and, and sometimes, mm -hmm. 
you got to take the L of you fucking up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So in this instance, man, I just, I just hope that if I, if I see somebody that asks me how to podcast or whatever the case may be, I will, I will point them in the right direction and have them skip all of the L's that I took. You know what I mean? If I was a, if I was cons- consulting, so to speak, you know what I mean? I just wouldn't take a fee and then act like, okay, you're under don't sleep network, expect all the greatest things. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. try to be as honest and document a conversation, everything that we talked about, because I got to cover myself too. You know what I'm saying? Because some people just don't hear the same things that I'm saying. You know, I may have said it, but it's, it's sometimes it's between me and you. And then it goes out to social media. So, you know, this, this should be a lesson learned for everybody. Karen got to cover herself in the future messing with cats on all levels because this shit can happen and it, it will ruin your brand. You got anything? I, yeah, man. Nah, y'all you got pretty anything? much everything. I mean, like industry rule 4080 has been preached for a while. Try call quest. We hit right there. It's church people are shady, man. Come on. Be sure, man. All right. So y'all want to uh, hop in? To, Go ahead. I probably have to slide, fellas. All right, then. Go ahead and slide it. Yeah, All right, yeah, well, appreciate yeah. you, Iggy, coming on, man, giving us giving us a bit of your time, man. So we will catch you on the end of year wrap up. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's get, damn, yeah. that's coming up. Yeah, man, we got yeah. we in yeah. the last quarter. Start start getting your listens in now. Uh, I'm All breaking down right, the categories. Right, yeah, I should have the categories that we're gonna do. I, I give myself a deadline of mid-October. We'll go ahead and break down all the different categories that we're going to do because we're going to give everybody their due respect this year. Like I said, we're going to have the subgenres and everything that we're going to, you know, we ain't trying to put okay. the street guys with the intellectual guys <laughs> <laughs> and grading them accordingly. For sure. Yeah. All right, then, Iggy, man. Be easy, be easy. All right, guys. All right. all right. Yeah, Cash, let's go ahead and get into these albums. All right, First let's go. one I got up. First one I got up is D Smoke, War Wonders, War yeah. and Wonders. What is what is it? War and Wonders, War and Wonders. Uh, so initial thoughts on the album, man. For me, it was okay. Uh, like I, I wasn't a fan of D. I'm not the hugest fan of D Smoke. Just to jump off, bro. I'm just let you know like that right now. Uh, so coming off this album, the, the first part of the album was kind of like it had a vibe, and it was a. a a smooth, slow type vibe. And, you know, I wanted something a little bit more to pick me up on a Friday, you know, going into the weekend. So that first little time I listened, I, I kind of went to another album, then came back to this, but then made it all the way through. And then uh, I would say after the song he had with John Legend, uh, do we have that track up? No. Yeah, I got it up, uh, man. The joint so, with John Legend is called Stay True. Yeah, Stay True. And then right up, right after that, uh, the album picked up for me. I liked it from that song on out. I really liked that Say Go song. Then uh, when he was with T Dollar Sign, Ty, Ty Dollar said T Dollar. And when he was with Ty Dollar Sign, that was a good one. Uh, yeah, just I, I think that's track, what, 10? From 10 to 16 was, that was a solid piece of work to me. The first little front half of that portion of the album, yeah, it was mediocre to me. I thought that was probably like a two, and I would give the that back half. It was picking up on like a three and a half out of five. So, as for me with D Smoke, man, like I, I just feel like I gotta give it give it time. Of course, you know, if the first listen, it just really depends on how you how you go about listening to it. Like you said, 
you know, on a Friday, you wanted something to pick you up to get you through the end of your week. This this probably ain't that album. This is more of a, a conceptual album, a well thought out album. Like you could tell that they put this together with a lot of thought and a lot of purpose. So I gotta give them the time. You know what I'm saying? So again, like with an initial review on how we feel about it, is always gonna be one of those things to where when did you catch the music? What mood you were in? So I happened to just be listening to it like maybe earlier today when I first woke up, got up, cleaned up around the house, came upstairs. To Turned on some 2K. I started listening to it. I see he has Marsha Ambrosius on there, John Legend. So I immediately kind of looked forward to those songs, but they're spread out enough to where it made me listen to the album because I like to listen to it in order so that I can kind of get a good vibe. So I'm just listening to it, sipping on coffee, playing 2K, just chilling. And I had a good time listening to it, actually. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I, I was I'm cool with it all first listen I highly would recommend it to anybody that's really into that that moody type um uh, vibey rap you know what I mean like just but on a, a lyrical level so that's that's what you're gonna get from D Smoke he of course he he kind of slimmed down the intertwining the, the Spanish too yeah. with 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 English when I, which I was getting kind of tired of and I know he can speak both languages really well and I get it but it's not necessary. You know what I'm saying? It was unnecessary for me in the raps. It made him unique, but it's only so much you could do it before it gets corny. So he kind of stopped that a lot and he kind of focused a lot more on just making the music in this instance. So um, so far, so good. You know, I haven't gotten through it more than once. I just listened to it one time. I enjoyed it. Again, I like the the John Legend features, Stay True. I also like the Marsha Ambrosius one at the end on uh, Clockwork. And then he also had one with uh, Toby and BJ, the Chicago kid called Find My Way. And then uh, last but not least, I like Dirty Mercedes, man. Like Dirty Mercedes was one of the earlier ones, but I, I just think he was going off the whole entire album. It was, it's just a good vibe. I, I would rock this on on a trip. You know what I'm saying? Just rolling. You so know, when rolling you say vibe, you, you it's not an up-tempo type vibe. What, what type of vibe are you talking about? I would about? just say like... It's like something you would get from an R&B, like a Jill Scott or a Marsha Ambrosius. Like... Those type of neo soul, but hip hop, like a most deaf, like a Talib Kweli. This is in that lane. I'm not comparing him to those guys or, or, or ladies, but I'm just saying it's in that neo soul vibe with an update with an updated Cali bounce from time to time. So he got a lot of different things intertwined into his style that makes it his own. You know what I mean? So I rock, I rocks with it so far. Uh, hopefully I'm able to get back to it with so much music that came out this weekend and, you know, a crowded, a crowded week. And I still got multiple things to catch up on, but just for you guys out there listening, this is, this is a good one to check out if, if you're going to go check it out. Yeah. So right off jump, I would give it three right now. Uh, it's not doing anything to get get out of my rotation. So it's going to be one of those that I come back and I check on. I, I reevaluate again a little bit later, listen to in a different type of like uh, atmosphere where I ain't like moving and running, where it's more of a laid back type of vibe. Uh, that's when I come back and revisit this. Maybe maybe it's my Tuesday album and not my Friday album. You know yeah, what I mean? So Work a desk <laughs> job, got your spreadsheets yep. up, connecting the dots, boom, 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 got it playing in the, back, in the background. This is actually that's a perfect example of how I listen to my music at work. Like I'm, I'm doing a report, I'm writing something, I'm, I'm breaking some down, doing some research. This is that type of album for me. 
this is that type of album to where I'm going to hear different things and it's where it's going to be either it's going to rise up a level and make me listen to it more or it's going to be like, ah, I can't get through this. This this ain't getting me through this report, this review or whatever I'm doing, <laughs> you know, from a, from a desk job type of standpoint. So, but I rock with it. I rock with it so far. It's enough to bring me back. It's enough to bring me back. Yeah. Okay. So that's D Smoke. What uh, what, what other albums did you listen to? Man, I really got into the Hitler Wears Hermes eight part B or side B, sorry, uh, with West Side Gun. Yo, I, I didn't think he could do it again with. I thought this was like gonna be a deluxe, but it's twenty new tracks, and it God. barely it barely 20? cracks an album. It's two minutes, two minutes. They doing two verses in and out. So before you like think it's super long, it's an hour. You know what I mean? It's an hour of your time, so it ain't a lot. And it ain't like but still he had twenty songs just sitting for a side so- B. Side B, man. man. And he had I think he had and ten this, to twelve. I, 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 I peeped the the track listener this one. This one got like this one don't have near about as many features as the the regular It does. Uh, it does. The, the, it has a bunch of features. Side. They just didn't list them like Kanye did, like you know, oh, that you don't like. See? So he wanted you again. Train. This is one of them guys. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted you to listen to the album and just feel it for what it was going to be. You here for Westside and for what he curates. At the same time, you never know who's going to do who's going to pop up. And I, I enjoy that, Prez. It's like a movie, man, that I've never seen, man. So, and that's kind of how he scores these albums. Like these albums are real movie esque. Like as you listen to it, and then Cats is popping up, Benny Conway with hard ass verses, hard ass verses. When you least expect it. Or when you think it, oh, you know who who would sound good on this? And the next thing you know, Matt Comey, shout out to Matt Comey, one of the albums of the year for sure. Uh, he, he pops in. Then you got Stove God Cooks coming on on, uh, I think it's not 97 Averex or 99 Averex. You know what I mean? That's, that's taking me in the fields, man. Like having that Averex back in the day, if you're from the Midwest down to the East Coast, I know you Southerners and cats on the West Coast. Y'all ain't wear jackets, you know, them heavy jackets in the wintertime. It didn't get that cold. But for us on the East Coast and the Midwest, yo, man, they, they was doing some dope shit on this, man. Survivor Series 95. Uh, oh, they got a joint called Ulster Tag where Stove uh, Cooks goes off. Your man, the dude that did the album with Jay-Z. What's his name again? Jay Electronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. him. <laughs> Jay Electronica. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> Your man may have verse of the year. Your man may what? have adversity. Yeah. This is what, now. Now we see both sides. I, I I like that we have this little view right now because I told you, like I seen that it was a side B. This is side B. I'm like, okay, he's releasing right after this. Uh, I don't even must know if it's gonna be truly like like as one of the ones I can jump to. Side B. You know what I mean? That's like the the deeper cuts. You know what I mean? So. I'm going to push it to the other albums that I, I think needs to be listened to. And then the fact that I looked at the, the track listing and I didn't see it with no features and it's all West, West side. And I didn't talk a hundred times about like, I can take West side and doses. So me going into this, looking at this album, I was just like, I know I'm going to get to it, but I'm not pushing it up to my list and I'm not about to rush out to get to it. Cause one thing is a side B and the other thing that is, all West Side, and I know my temperament for that type of music. I'm gonna have to split it up to three or four songs, and you know, do it, do it that, do it that way. And look, lo and behold, it got all these features. He could have had me listening to it from day one, right off the jump. It's the way you present things. Kanye could present things one way. 
everybody else got to present it another way. I don't, I didn't like the way Kanye presented it, by the way. Neither. Like, I like to know who's on the album and I can jump the songs. Because if Jay Electronica was on that, yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to that song first. But it's all in what you went to, right, Prez? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all in what you went to. So if you're a fan of Westside and you come just for good music, then, you know, you're going to get the features and you almost know he's not going 20 tracks without a feature. Like he was talking about it on his IG on Twitter or whatever. So like, if you're like a fan and you could tolerate Westside and you actually rock with him, then, you know, it wasn't going to be 20 joints and you wasn't looking at the, uh, the track listing. So for me, I was all in, in terms of, I don't, I don't care whether he did a whole album by itself. He's never done a whole album by itself. You know what I mean? Like I've been with him since, Shit, like forever now. You know what I'm saying? It seems like at least five, six years of listening to his music and as they build West Side solo projects or never West Side solo projects. You know what I mean? And he ain't known for rapping, so he's going to bring a lot of guys in. But ironically, as I say, he's not known for rapping on this project, Press. He's rapping. He's rapping pretty, pretty well. Pretty well on this one. So for it to be 20 songs, two verses a piece, skits intertwined in here, like. I like what I'm hearing, and I spent the most time on this the whole entire weekend. Uh, second, second in line would be that Larry June and Cardo project. Like, so you know that those those were those were my joints, man. But I highly, highly, highly recommend. You know, one of, side A or side B is is gonna be up there in a lot of people's albums of the year. Like, you can't go. That's hard to do, bro. Like, he dropped thirty two. Songs, I believe, at least 30 songs in a span of a month. And I'm going to tell you, they're both hard ass projects. That's a difficult task. And now he's calling it a double album. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, like this is one of the hardest. Like people don't give him his credit and give him his flowers. I got to give him his flowers. It's not a lot of artists today that can keep my attention for that long. You know what I'm saying? So I rock with it, man. Damn, I rock Chris with Brown. It. We talked about this about a year and a half ago. He don't, he wanted, he wanted the ones too. Yep. Yeah. That was saying like, he, I said, Chris Brown don't know what he didn't did dropping these 30 song albums. Like this is going to be ridiculous. So everybody's going to repeat it. And it's going to be, that's too much music. That's too yeah. much. I can't keep up. <laughs> but now, now it's the norm. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like if you like yeah, that artist more, more power to you, you know, I know NBA young boy, me and my son, uh, he had a he had a party to go to. Me and my son was listening to NBA Youngboy on the way there, and he asked me, you know, to get the aux cord so he could listen to it on the way back. And I'm like, yo, I I, just, I don't know how he has a cult follow following like this, but the music, I don't I don't like it per se. Like it ain't for me. I'm not gonna ride around listening to it, but I can see why the kids love it. Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. right up their alley. You know what I'm saying in terms of. The things that they like with wow. the little babies and stuff like that. I just don't per- particularly like him because I just think that he can't rap at all. Like, at, you know, the bare minimum for me. <laughs> <laughs> to me, the bare minimum, you got to be able to say some shit, some some rap shit. And and, and if you ain't doing that, then it, all the street shit, you know, it, I, I could take it in doses. I love street shit, but if it ain't if it ain't clever, I'm not I'm not really rocking with it. But I say that to say this. We spoke this. on the Larry June. We didn't speak on the Larry June. You want, let's get to so the Larry you, you June. You mentioned Larry June. You mentioned Larry June. You said that was the other one that you listened to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pulling it up right. I thought I had it up. My bad. 
Into the Late Night, Larry June and Cardo. Man, this is a quick yep. seven joints. Six, six, seven, yep. six, seven joints, and uh, they get right to it, man. These dudes don't miss a beat. They do not yeah. miss a beat. Like, I, I know some people don't like Larry June just based on the way he raps. And his, you know, my brother said he sounded like a 1980s rapper with updated beats. That's just very highly disrespectful. <laughs> highly disrespectful. Hassan, you're highly disrespectful. Don't, 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 don't do that to Larry June, man. But, uh, but yeah, I rocks with it. <laughs> I rocks with it, man. This, I need, like I said, and I've said on this pod millions of times is, I need different vibes. I need different bops. I don't need the same thing from everybody else. You know what I mean? So I like what he does. I like with Car. I love Cardo's beats for since I can remember, since he's been working with uh, Wiz Khalifa and, and Currency. I've always loved his beats and, and Johnny Giuliano and them type of guys, man. I like how they, how they do their thing. So if you, if you bring a certain type of style and, and flair to the raps, and bravado, then I'm I'm with it, and that's what Larry June did on this one, man. So the whole seven joints rock, but for me, I like bigger wrists and um don't try it. So those are the two that stand out immediately after listening to it. And then again, it's seven songs, so I probably heard it like two, three times at this point yeah. because I was riding yeah, to it. Wrong. Yeah, you can get yeah. to your destination. And that's what done. it is to me. It's more just like riding music. Like I just got off work, uh, maybe I'm going over, going for a ride somewhere. To, uh, I would. Equate it back to the younger days, you know, going to meet a girl or something like this. Yeah. I'm riding just something just to chill, just keep me mellowed out. Like this is it. <laughs> In old dude terms, you hitting your Walmart run, then you over here heading, <laughs> you know, to the insurance company, you know, because you got to take care of that. And the next thing you know, you have a rising because wifey phone ain't working, but then you hit the crib. You know what I'm saying? So that's your plays. Yeah, yeah. That's your plays yeah. you're making, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and, and that's that's like, and it it kept it all the way through. Like it yeah. didn't try to jump around nowhere else. It didn't give you no party song. It, it just in the pocket that single live up in there. And then like like I said, if you just running errands or doing something on, it's it's a nice one to chill, relax yourself out too. So uh, definitely like this Larry June one. Uh, he he keeps coming with him. He keeps coming with him, and like if, the way he does his little EPs and everything, it don't. And it doesn't get tired. It hasn't got tiring to me. Nope. Yet. He don't he don't make it long enough where you're saying like ah okay, that's enough Larry Jim. Nah, nah. And he also has a feature on the West Side Gun joint too as well, where he went off. So he can do other things. So I was excited when I heard him on that the type of production that you, you're typically gonna hear on the West Side What's project. I forget what project it was. I forget yeah, what project. Because you don't know because he don't list it out. If he listed that, we all know. <laughs> Ah uh, man, it'll be you know with them man. It always comes up. Westside does this a lot. So like if you listen to him, he he won't list them initially, and then like a couple days later, then you'll see all of the you'll see all of the collaborators and stuff like that. So soon enough, he will, man. But again, man, a lot of cats on there. You know, Jay Z's sidekick is on there. Jay Electronica. You got you know Larry June on there. You got Rome Streets. Who else? Benny and Conway on there, of course. Liz. Like it's a lot, a lot of joint, a lot of, a lot of people on there, man. Like his own, his camp, you know what I mean. So Stove God, oh, so check it out, Larry June Cardo as well. Check those out, D Smoke. We gave you like, totally like it's three different more. vibes. It's one more that I'm gonna lightly mention. It was uh, Run the Jews, uh, for the deluxe one. Like you do deluxe. So they dropped that. 
I, when when it when this came out, I, I like I said, I was listening to D Smoke, and I was like, man, I want like a more up tempo type. Let me put on the Runner Juice. I know they'll give me that little hard. Yeah, fuck you know, the like, establishment vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was leaving work, man. I, that's that's the way I was feeling on a Friday. So uh, yeah, fuck this job. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I go I go listen to that one, man, and it's. It's a remixes, uh, different type of, uh, they let DJs go in there and, and give a different type of production in the background on on a couple of these songs. They invited some artists on to throw their little spill on that. Lil Wayne had a remix verse on here. How you feel about uh, the Wayne it, verse? But man, it is what it is. It's Lil Wayne. Uh, he, Lil Wayne did what Lil Wayne does, but it's nothing new, nothing spectacular, nothing that I'm going to come out saying, this is verse of the year. No, it's not that. Uh, did he flow on the song? Yes. Uh, but it's what we've been getting from Wayne for years. He hasn't slacked up, but it, it wasn't It wasn't a standout one. It wasn't one like mm-hmm. a, the one I equated to, the ones that like truly like stands out to me when when Wayne does a verse and I'm gonna give him credit for I'm not gonna jump on like everything uh what was the DJ drama one the intro on that one you know that's a long time ago I'm saying Wayne but that's what I'm saying like those are like when he does something different truly outstanding and it just it hits like I'm sending you a playlist I'm sending you a playlist because you are (laughs) sleeping on just in 2021 just in 2021 Wayne Listen, man, people ain't giving him credit. Wayne been I'm I'm gonna send you 10 joints. 10 joints that you can't deny. And then we'll we'll talk about Wayne's run on episode 128. We'll come back with okay. Wayne's run on, on 120. I'm gonna try to keep it to 10 because I know your attention span, you know, because you don't like long stuff no more because you changed. No, 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 no. You changed. Yeah, so I'm gonna give you the music 10. industry changed me. Like, uh, <laughs> the music like the way they start <laughs> Yeah, like the, the way the way they got me listening, they don't give CDs no more, so I ain't got to pop it in and listen all the way through. It's hey, give me these little EPs, and I can get through two or three of these in like a day. Yeah, like I, like I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate, it. and there's more more curated, and it's just quick hits, and yeah, I, I like that. Uh, but what I was saying with Run the Jewels is a bunch of those remixes and stuff on here. So like, and it was only their hits. And then they came back with some instrumentals at the end, just so if you just want to just have that playing. Like, so it was a little bit different than a regular deluxe, like where they have every song and throw on four or five new songs. No, this okay, was just okay. like, hey, here go the, the four or five hits that the surefire hits that we had. We had some remixes of this. We got some DJs that uh, give us some different uh, type of beats in the background on it. And so here go your five with new artists. Here go your five with the, with the new DJ. And here go the instrumental, just throw out there. There you go. Okay. So it was it was different. So those those four albums, go get them. D Smoke. Who else we talk about? West Side Gun, new project. Larry Gun, June. Larry June. Uh, go get them, man. Go get them. They yeah. did some dope projects in their own right. Runner Jewels, the deluxe edition. So check those out. I had a couple more people. I don't want to talk about it, but I just want to let people know that the stuff came out. And you know, it's just just stuff for you guys to go check out. And you know, if you rock with on it, the R and B, Anthony Hamilton. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's that's one of the ones I was going to talk about. So you got see, do 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 untreated trauma with Mozzie or whatever. So we may have to do something on that Mozzie because I think that one deserves its own like legit breakdown. That was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, like two we weeks. We talk about it. No, we ain't talk about it. And we oh, had the podcast yeah. with Jr., so we ain't we ain't have a chance to, because oh, it came back. out that same we'll week. 
Yeah, so we come back and, and do the untreated trauma at some point. And then uh, Anthony Hamilton, Love is the New Black, Tim's, If Orange Was a Place. So she capitalized off her, you know, feature with Drake's album. So you check that out. Uh, Side Arita Kid, a Lonely But Not Lonely. And last but not least, Seven Streeter, Drunken Words, Sober Thoughts. So that's on the R&B tip on, on stuff we didn't talk about. I'm still consuming the Anthony Hamilton, so I'll be listening to that, I'm sure, all, all week. And still trying to get to the Seven Streeter or, whatever, or through the whole Seven Streeter. So that's kind of what I'm, I'm doing right now. So, but yeah, yeah. I'm about to go watch this Raiders game. I may I, actually listen to Darren Waller new album that he had come out a couple of weeks ago. All right, man. That's it. That's the end of this podcast. (laughs) I'm Cash, one half of the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast team. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is episode 127. Make sure you double back and check out our interview from last week. Uh, JR, go check out our I Am God, Numbs. Like, we have a lot of dope artists that we haven't mentioned, but go go check it out, man. It's it's, it's some dope, some dope music out there for you guys, indie artists and, and folks that are on you know, the mainstream path that have a buzz already. So we, we give you a little bit of both here on Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Check out Don't Sleep on the Eagles. And if you want to, you can check out Don't Sleep on the Raiders if you all want to. Yeah. But, hey, you know, it Our is. Our Raiders coming back. We, <laughs> we need that victory. I need to keep that hype up, you know. Yeah. Go go get to your trap game, man. Go get to your trap game. You, as if y'all good enough to have a trap game, man. You know, you, <laughs> I caught that early. I wanted to say it, but I ain't want to derail it. But hey, man, good luck, man. Ho- hopefully, I mean, y'all deserve three and zero, man. Y'all, y'all a lot better than the Dolphins, but y'all know, y'all know, y'all, somehow, some way, I, I think y'all gonna find a way to mess it up. But I don't nah, mean to send you off with bad energy, but that's where I'm at. Yeah, you <laughs> hater. All right, man. All right, man. I holler at you, man. Have a good week, bro.